Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Tantera Golf Club. Briarwood Country Club and Lancaster Country Club. A hole in one, not big. Now it's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the TV Green Golf Show here every Saturday on WGR Sports Radio 550. I'm Brian Cozio along with Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. And we're here for your best local golf talk spot here in Western New York. Coming up here on the show, we'll, of course, well, we have to address uh, the latest with the coronavirus situation and how it's affected the golf world, not only golf here in Western New York, but across the world. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll get an update on what's going on locally with the Western New York PGA, as well as the news on the PGA Championship that we'll get to here in a moment. Stephen Barkowski, the executive director of the Western PGA, will join us here uh, in our second segment. Uh, so we'll have that interview coming up in just a little bit. We'll have our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week, our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard, which will be the FedEx Cup standings for now with no events going on, uh, Ryder Cup report, Champions Tour report, all that coming up here along the way as TD Green is presented by the Western New York PGA, Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, Jim Beam, and our home clubs, Tantara Golf Club in North Tonawanda, Briarwood Country Club in Hamburg, and Lancaster Country Club in Lancaster. Gentlemen, good morning. Uh, Kevin, we'll start with you. Uh, we know it's been another interesting week, not only uh, for the golf world, but for all of us. Well, it certainly has. Uh, I'll say one thing uh, to all the teachers out there. God bless you. Um, <laughs> you, you all earn your money. Uh, the homeschooling and all those things. Um, I also, thank God I have uh, selfishly a, a putting green in my home studio. Uh, thanks to Custom Turf, because that's kept me sane, a nice little escape for golf. And and 
I did play this week, um, which we'll talk about uh, coming up, but I did get out to play golf. That's color me surprised, Kev. <laughs> Found a way. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you know, it's interesting. I was going to play twice, and uh, the second time just some things came up, and then um, – I also, you know, listen, we're all home with our family and it just kind of looked like, all right, am I, I'm going to go out, uh, and do something with others. Not that I was, I, I feared exposing myself to anything on the golf course because it really, uh, is one of the few things you can do where you can really be distant and kind of be the same, right? Do it the same way for the most part. Yep. Um, but just more so like, uh, setting an example for my kids, right? Um, if you can't go anywhere, I guess dad shouldn't either. So, um, but hopefully that takes a turn here soon, Jeff. Well, to that end, um, with Governor Cuomo's announcement today, golf courses are currently considered non-essential businesses, so they all must close. So I know there's a bit of concern. Um, you know, even the maintenance staffs are supposed to be uh, heading home. But, um, you know, if, you're, if you own a facility and you don't mow your grass for a while, that, uh, that doesn't come back. So I know there's some negotiations with the governor's office on that, trying to be, uh, keep the staff allowed to come in and at least mow once in a while to maintain the facilities. It's strange times. Um, you know, uh, none of us have ever seen anything like this. And, uh, and I, too, am uh, very, very glad that I have a putting green in my basement, courtesy of Custom Turf, because it's, uh, it's keeping me occupied during some of these days. And, uh I am I'm chomping at the bit to to get out there and play golf and it it feels like it might be a, a few weeks away yet. Yeah, I think um what we, you know, find out here obviously in the coming days. I know the state of Nevada did what they they kind of did something in terms of shutting down golf courses and other things that they viewed in that manner, but then they at least as of 2 days ago, as of a day ago said that you know, they they talked with the governor and they talked about some of the things we said about it kind of being treated almost like a park and that there's opportunity there. So for people to play in a safe manner and that uh, they, at least at the moment, did get them reopened from what I was reading in the state of Nevada. So maybe that'll end up coming to New York. We'll have to find out. I mean, obviously, I'm sure as Governor Cuomo is making these decisions, he might not be thinking individually about the golf course operation. I no. think he's, you know, wiping things across the board, which is totally understandable on this point, but you know, let's hope maybe the golf courses get a chance to operate. I got a chance to late Thursday afternoon uh, go over to Tantara and play nine holes, and there was a, a I would say uh, a decent amount of people thinking the same way. I know when I was talking with Don Schneider, the pro there, he had said, "Look, if you're going to go out and play, you know, we welcome you." He said, "Everybody be respectful in the tee area if you're going to play with someone." terms of the space no one touched the pin they took all the rakes away he said if you end up in the bunker just smooth it out with your foot they don't want anybody touching anything but nobody really has to touch any of your stuff um they also put actually little noodles in the cup so that when your ball drops it only dropped about an eighth of an inch so that way you didn't have to reach in even um, what a great idea touch. that is yeah, I'm yeah. seeing clubs doing that all over the country and little simple solutions like that make a big difference yeah, well, yeah, so. yeah, that's that's the creativity that that comes about here. And, you know, listen, people, um, you know, it's important to stay safe and be inside. But, you know, and, and listen, I'm not advocating people to, to go out in mass and do something. You've got to judge for yourself, for your family, if it's worth the worth the and I'm putting quotation mark risks, uh, because as we're seeing 
here in West York every day, more people uh, test positive for it. Listen, it's out there in our community. You get that list of those people who've tested positive. Hey, were you at these locations? It's like, holy smokes, that could be so many thousands of people, right? <laughs> I'm saying mm-hmm. all these people infected at a store. Um, so, you know, first of all, that's up to you. And uh, I, I'm not judging anybody on the decision to go play or to not play uh, with it. But let me just tell you my experience in, in, in doing this on Wednesday. Um, it was simply uh, I, I got to, um, you know, where I played. I got my clubs out of the trunk. I walked to the first tee, safe distance. I waited till everybody exited the tee box. I went up on the tee box and hit. I walked down the middle of the fairway. Uh, the people had carts. I said, I, I'm going to keep my distance. I'm not going to touch a flag stick. And I really concentrated on wedging it close all day. So I had give me putts. Uh, that, was, that was frankly it. Um, and, and, you know, we just we just kept our distance from each other. We just yeah, used common sense with this. We're out in the outdoors. We didn't pick up each other's golf ball. We didn't pick each other's clubs. Uh, it, it, it was a change, but it was a concerted effort. And when we got done, we just, you know, waved each other from six, ten feet away. Uh, you know, that's that's the way to do it. Um, but, Jeff, you bring up a great point about maintenance on these properties. Who the hell is going to go site a golf course? Like, listen, superintendent's got to keep these things up. If we want to have businesses survive afterwards, um, there's, there needs to be some sort of maintenance. People are going to need to be checking on on their business. And if a superintendent needs to go cut the grass, he needs to go cut the grass, or else they're going to be in real trouble afterwards, right? Yeah, and and I think everybody's everybody's motive here is once once we're through this to to be able to spring back into action and get right back into business and and get playing golf again and for um, the turf to be maintained, you know, it's there's yeah, things need to be need to be done. That great, you can't let a putting green grow out for three or four weeks and have zero maintenance on it. Um, you know, yeah, there's there's applications to be made. There's lots of things that have to be done. This would be a good time for courses to airify, and, and this is a low contact. I know it's not a um, uh, necessary business, but it's it's a part of our economy, a very big part of our economy, to be honest. And um, we need to maintain it so that when when this is all through, we can we can spring back into action, and hopefully, we can uh, the government can work something out like that. Like you said, there's probably ten thousand different types of businesses in New York, and he's trying to do the best he can, and he can't. I'm sure there's. 82 businesses calling today saying the exact same thing the, uh, the, the golf professionals are saying and the, the maintenance workers on the golf course are saying. So, um, you know, we'll get it all figured out. But uh, but for a while, we get to practice on our games while we're indoors. We get to work on some things we're maybe not so good at. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. Let's I think there's, it that way. Yeah, there, there's opportunity there. And, um, you know, let's just, you know, I mean, obviously, the well, three here's of us. Mike, Brian, let me let me let me interject here. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. And. Um, it, by the way, we should let people know this show, uh, is being done remotely. Um, we are practicing safe distance, uh, from each other. Um, so we want to, I think we should, that's important. We should let people know, like we are adhering by that. And so is Entercom. Uh, so that uh, first and foremost, secondly though, but when, you know, uh, we have officials saying, Hey, our parks are open, go for a walk. What's the difference? What is the difference between going to play golf and going for a hike in the park? Uh, you know, I, I think it's a positive for people, especially, you know, with everything that's going on, people get ho- housebound, you know, there's, uh, there's some, there's some stress that comes with everything that's going on around us. 
and to be out in the in nature and getting some exercise and taking a walk is a stress reliever. It's it's good for people's mental health and it's it's good for the few people that would be able to continue to work uh, to maybe meet their bills and it's it's good in a lot of ways. I mean, I can see why you would close um, certain types of businesses, but a golf course seems like a facility that you'd want to give them at least the opportunity or the chance to to maintain their business and let people come out and enjoy it. it you know. Uh, you can't take carts. No big deal. If the, you want to walk, you go take a walk. Um, certainly the clubhouse would be closed. Certainly you wouldn't, you know, check in in the golf shop. You might do it. You might make you pay uh, online or whatever, whatever accommodations you might have to have. But uh, but give these businesses a chance and give people a, a chance to go out and play because it's nothing but positive for, for everybody. Absolutely. Tita Green here on WGR. Appreciate you being with us here every Saturday morning. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis here as uh, we talk about what the current state of affairs and how it's affecting the golf world. Um, I'll say this, for as stressful as it is, and I don't want to speak for any of you two or anybody else out there, everybody is dealing with their st stress and their life and their family and their job in their own way, but getting an opportunity for me to go out and walk some holes and I was by myself. There it was quite a few either singles or twosomes, which I also think maybe people are are thinking that's, you know, maybe a, a comforting thing for that. Um for me to just walk and just kind of have some peace and not have to think about all the other things that we're all thinking about right now. It was mentally as soothing of a feeling as I've had in obviously weeks about this. And uh we all have Many important things to take care of. More important than golf, let's face it. But to be able to walk on those holes and just have a little peace and quiet time and maybe not have to think about all these other things, uh, you know, about what we're all thinking about, the logistics of how we're all living right now, it, I thought it was really, really comforting. And I hope at least with that, that uh, people get an opportunity to do that, if that's your outlet, if golf is, to be able to do that. And hopefully maybe we'll have an opportunity coming up here in the next weeks if the courses do stay open. Yeah, and the weather may not be so so conducive for the next week or so. So hopefully this can get resolved, and uh, once the weather breaks, uh, we'll find a way to get out there and start uh, walking down the fair middle of the fairway as Kevin does. I don't walk down the fairway the middle of the fairway as much as Kevin, but I do like you know. If I, <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> well, the little trick well, I've learned I mean, is you walk down the fairway till you get to your ball, then you go to the rough and find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. It looks uh, better yes, from the uh, that is exactly, Yeah, it looks better from the yeah, That is correct. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I started, you know, it, it was a little moist. I started hitting towards a cart path just to uh, <laughs> have, have uh, more solid ground to walk on. It was amazing. Uh, do you guys, can you guess how many steps it was? Now, and, and it's can, the most steps I've walked on a golf course this year. I'm going to say about seven thousand brian your Can guess you is this 18 holes i'm guessing for yes 18 how, holes. how many holes? you played 18 right you played 18 yes 18 holes yeah. i'll say i'll bet you i'll bet you it was close to ten thousand steps was, was how much i'm sorry oh i bet you it was almost I ten thousand steps if you did 18 holes a thousand steps guys no ten thousand way off Oh, 10,000. All right, Brian, you're closer. Um, I said geez, seven. This is what recording well, No. It's, all right, it was over 15,000. It's over 15,000 wow, steps. It, how much, how, many, how just, long you know, were you it, looking for your golf ball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I actually, 
I played, I played pretty decent actually. Um, uh, it was my first time playing this year too. And I, 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 you know, struck the ball, uh, fairly well. There wasn't, uh, anything, Aaron, we lost one ball, uh, on the day and, um, no, it was just, <laughs> just a lot of footsteps, uh, that, that went into it. I was surprised it, at that it. number. <laughs> but you know what the night the, the interesting th- the interesting thing was too was like okay um i was able to do it and i it, it may spur me on to walk more this year uh when it comes time to play instead of uh getting in the cart yeah and, and, and this right, is going to change a lot about golf ahead, yep go ahead no go ahead Brian. absolutely all right let's get to a couple of other items here uh let's start off here with our check of the pga tour leaderboard brought to you by callaway chrome soft this ball is different, and also by Puma Golf Shoes. We're excited to have both Callaway and Puma uh, part of TD Green this year. Uh, with no tournament this week, we are looking at the FedEx Cup standings. And as of this moment, Sung Im is on top right now. He leads Justin Thomas by 53 points. Then a pretty big jump to third uh, where Rory McIlroy sits. Um, the thought on McIlroy this week, we know he's been very vocal about not wanting really anything to do with that uh, premier golf league that's been talked about. He this week apparently had a conversation with Brooks Kepka, and now Brooks Kepka has come out and said that he also doesn't think he'll be participating in that or looking to have any interest as well. So Kepka and Rory, if you remember, Kevin, they kind of had a little, you know, at least media-driven rivalry last year when Kepka asked if there was one, and he said no. Uh, because of the fact that maybe Rory wasn't playing well in the majors like Brooks was. But nevertheless, apparently these two reportedly have talked, and it looks like that's two monster names now that have said that they're not going to want if this you know golf Premier League starts up. And you don't have Rory and you don't have Kepka. I mean, that's a really, really tough way to get your, uh, you get your um, you know, I guess your event off and running if that's what you're looking to do. Well, let me, I'll, I'll jump in here, Brian. Uh, yes. I mean, uh, t- t- you know, the, the talk of this league, um, I know some people had some people excited, uh, certainly a lot of questions, uh, with it, but you know, the, the PGA tour has so much going for it. And when you have Rory McElroy come out and say like, Hey, look, I mean, this is, this was, um, the number one player in the world. The guy won the FedEx cup last year, a guy won the players championship, um, and will still be the defending players champion. Um, when they play it next year, it says, you know what, I, I'm not in this. And, you know, for, for many reasons, uh, and then to have Kepka come on and say, eh, uh, not it, like that, that just, that's done. Like that, that pretty much just puts uh, the nail in the coffin, uh, on this thing. Um, you know, maybe, maybe it changes some things on the tour, but, uh, things are so good. I, I don't know what they should change. I, what I really like was what Brooks Kepka said. Brooks Kepka is saying that I have, he has a hard time believing golf should be just about 48 players. And I think that was awesome. Um, you know, that's Brooks Kepka recognizing like, hey, there's so many talented players in the world. Why are we just going to limit to 48 people? Yeah, and I agree. And um, it, it's good to hear. You know, I, I'm a traditionalist in a lot of ways, having grown up in the game and, you know, but but watching the tour for as long as I have and daydreaming as a kid to get out there and to have a, a, another tour come up and try to usurp our tour, you know, um, with all its traditions, with, you know, the years of creating it, 
you know, the, I like 72 holes. I like Monday qualifiers. I like the top 156. I like a lot, a lot about our tour. I like the, the majors. I like all those things and how you earn points and, 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 and how it brings the best players in the world. And that, like you said, there are 144 guys teeing it up each week. And who'd bet against any one of them most of the weeks? Because um, you never know. It's how good they putt. And, and they're all so great that if a player gets hot, he can win that week. Um, and, you know, like I agree with that 48. And I like that those two got together and talked about it because they're, they're uh, influencers in on the tour and in golf. And if, you know, they're, they're going to set some dominoes falling and they're going to they're going to get some other guys thinking. Now, if you're a guy that comes out in the top 10 and you're you're going to be a little more hesitant to uh, to jump on the side of this new tour. I agree with you, Kevin, but I don't think this uh, this newer tour stands a chance. Also, with the uh, you know, with, the, with what's going on right now, it changes a lot of things. So I also think that's going to stunt the growth of that tour. I think it's a uh, in my opinion right now, it would, it's just an idea that's uh, that's not going to work. We know Rory and Rory and Brooks are interesting in the fact that they do give good quotes. McElroy, I would say, is is probably, I think, the best interview on tour. He's not afraid to share what he thinks. He has strong opinions. He backs up his opinions. Um, for as influential as we know Tiger Woods has been in golf, and maybe Phil Mickelson's even the same, in terms of taking stances on things, McElroy and Kepka are not afraid about maybe if there's any sort of negative press or repercussions. I think they're those two are going to say what they want to say and ho however they feel they're going to share it. And um, for us that enjoy following golf or for cover, you know, for those that cover golf, like it surely makes it more interesting for us. And I think someone like Kepka who maybe initially came off as less likable because maybe he didn't open up as much. Maybe he didn't have his personality as much. Every time I hear Brooks Kepka talk, even if I'm disagreeing with him, I seem to want to like him more because he's willing to share his opinions. And I know, hey, this is just not a guy that's out there just trying to make millions plugging away and doesn't really want to be a person. Uh, I think even the more you see about those two share on social media, the way they interact with each other, the way they interact publicly, like I'm more apt to root for a guy like Brooks Kepka in that scenario than maybe that first image that was. And maybe that first image Kevin was an incorrect one. We're seeing more and more from Kepka all the time. Yeah, 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 we are. I, I found him to be very engaging. Uh, you know, some people criticize him the way he talks, uh, that he's not the most exciting interview. I, f I find him to be an engaging guy. Um, you know, he, he loves golf. He really loves baseball. I mean, some people were really put off the fact that he says he wish he would have played baseball. Uh, well, hell, if you look at the money in baseball, don't we all wish we played baseball? <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, Brooks Kepler yeah. makes a lot of money playing golf, but man, if he hitting uh, bombs on Major League Baseball, not the PGA Tour, um, the salary you get in, in Major League Baseball is incredible. And that's not to say the money Brooks Kepler makes playing golf is not incredible because it is. Uh, so I think people misinterpreted that. I mean, people can find a way to be offended at, at, at many things. I, I, the funny thing, this is all this GQ interview uh, that he said, and people were bent about like, well, he doesn't have need to have friends in golf. Like, oh, he's already got enough friends. Well, he's just being honest. This is a case of an athlete being honest and getting ripped for being honest. And then we people get mad when they don't say anything. So you can't have it both ways. If you want him to speak his mind, let him speak his mind and, and don't rip him for it. 
I mean, basically what he said was like, yeah, yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't hang out with all these guys at the PGA Tour. It's just not my thing. I don't think that means like he doesn't like the people. He's just not buddy buddy with everybody. And I've got a, I've got a man crush on him anyway, and I think he's completely entertaining <laughs> in the media. And he, um, he, you know, I, I think it's the new generation of athlete too. They understand their what their voice can do on social media and how they can influence people. And, you know, and his attitude is, you know, he's just, he's out there to play, you know, he'll play in the parking lot, he'll play wherever. Um, and he's trying to win majors and, you know, he's got one of those attitudes that the great players have. And I think you're right. Just cause he doesn't hang out with Rory doesn't mean he doesn't like Rory. He probably has a bunch of friends and he hangs out with them and, and, uh, but he trains like an athlete and he trains like an Olympic athlete and he's very, very good. And he, he's, he's the newer generation of golfer that, that is a, I used the word earlier, a social influencer. And he, he realizes that and he, he takes an opportunity to use it every once in a while, which, which I think is great. And I think it only adds to golf. And, and that's why I can't wait to see these guys get back on TV and play some golf. My goodness. It's only been a couple of weeks and I'm already, uh, I'm getting a little jumpy here at home. So, uh, let's look forward to brighter days here. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we got to get to break here. Before we go to break, let's uh, let's get the latest on the Ryder Cup standings. The Ryder Cup report uh, brought to you by New Era Cap, the official cap of Team USA. We have seen some more announcements this week uh, from the golf world about tournaments being postponed. One of them is the PGA Championship. Uh, next segment, we'll be joined by Western New York PGA D Executive Director Stephen Barkowski, and he'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, and what the PGA of America, you know, what does that do in terms of affecting what their biggest event of the year is? Uh, there was a report uh, from the Telegraph in the UK this week that said that the Ryder Cup is looking at postponing for this year. It's scheduled for Whistling Straits in, sep in September about moving it to 2021. Uh, what happened essentially after that report got out is that uh, the, the Ryder Cup of officials and the PGA of America had said, that report is not correct. There's been no decision made as of this moment. Um, so any sort of report that you may see at this at this point about the Ryder Cup moving, they said, is erroneous. So it looks like at the moment uh, that'll stay right there. So I guess there's still some hope, which is a good thing. Uh, and we've mentioned McElroy so much this segment. He right now, he's third in the European Ryder Cup standings. The only two ahead of them, two players that are playing very well. John Rahm is in second. And Tommy Fleetwood is in first. Okay, we're going to take a break here. Thanks for being with us here on T to Green. Hope that uh, a little golf talk gets you through some stressful times here. Uh, when we come back, we'll be joined by the Western New York PGA Executive Director Stephen Barkowski. He'll talk about what's going on in golf locally and uh, the decision to cancel the PGA Championship, or at least postpone it going forward, uh, what that means for the PGA of America going forward. With Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, I'm Brian Colziel. Appreciate you listening here to T to Green. Before we go to break, big shout out to Derek Kramer, our producer. He's done a, a lot to get us together here. As Kevin said, we're broadcasting remotely, and we want to continue to be on the air as long as they'll let us here and doing it in a safe manner. So Derek has done a lot of behind-the-scenes work to get us up on the air and uh, you listening to us today. So thanks again to Derek, as always, and Alan Davis and everybody at Entercom for uh, – doing what they need to do to get TD Green going here, and uh, we hope that you appreciate that as well. Okay, when we come back, Stephen Barkowski from the Western New York PGA as we roll on here on TD Green, presented by the Western New York PGA, Woods to Wedges, Michelob Ultra, 
Custom Turf, Jim Beam, and our home clubs, Tantara, Briarwood, and Lancaster. More Tea to Green coming up right after this. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Tantara Golf Club, Briarwood Country Club, and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Welcome back to TD Green. I'm Kevin Sylvester, and I'm joined now by the executive director of the Western New York PGA, Steve Bartkowski. And uh, Steve, strange times, my friend. How's everybody uh, with the Western New York PGA in the offices holding up? Yeah, definitely uh, some unprecedented times here. And it seems like uh, the more we hear about it, it's going to be uh, longer than we thought as we go through this. But, uh, you know, hey. Uh, we've got to get through this as a region. We've got to get through this as a nation. And, and you know, the Western Europe PGA, first and foremost, is concerned about, you know, the health and safety of our our staff members, their families, our PGA professionals, our junior tour members. So, first and foremost, that's that's our concern right now. Um, it obviously is a struggle for all businesses, especially the golf industry in the Northeast, as we start to try to ramp up for a season. And I'll just cut a little bit of a blow from the state, but, but completely understand. So. Uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, happy to talk about whatever you'd like to. Yeah, you, let me let me ask you this about uh, New York State because uh, you know we were discussing this last segment on the show. You know, certainly we understand the need. Okay, no traffic on the golf course. We get that a customer. Like I, I think everybody understands that. We don't have to like it, but we understand that. But golf courses are unique beasts of themselves. There's maintenance that needs to happen on a daily basis, or there's going to be some significant. Um, repercussions about uh as far as greens they've got to be cut you know applications on fairways i mean there there's some things that have to happen isn't there yeah you're correct and, and i actually just recently got off the phone with uh, scott dobson who's the president of the uh local golf course superintendents association um one of our allied partners that, that we've been in contact with through the situation and uh you're exactly correct. If we go long-term without being able to cut the golf course, without being able to put uh, the correct maintenance policies on it, uh, depending how long this goes, golf courses might not be able to make it the rest of the year. Um, so, you know, we are working with, with the local governor right now. As as we speak, I was actually writing to the local government to request a designation for uh, the maintenance of golf courses to be part of this essential business for a purpose of the new executive order. So, um, yeah, we're working with the other local New York state PGA section of the PGA of America to get some more clarity on this. But I think at this time, you know, Governor Cuomo's announcement was 11 a.m. today. We're still trying to figure out um, the, the exact severity of it and how it relates to the golf business. So, um, but you're correct. I mean, if, if, if the government says we can't, maintain our golf courses and it happens for a long time throughout the spring and the summer um i fear what's going to happen long term for our, for our golf industry here yeah no i to make you know what I, i'll just this is me saying this there i would think officials have a bigger fish to fry than uh a, a superintendent cutting the cutting the greens but that's just my opinion um let's uh let's talk about um you know people looking forward to you know the junior league some of those other events, all that stuff's on hold right now, correct? Yeah, so far as the Western New York PGA, we've got a statement um, that, that's postponing all of our local 
professional tournaments, our junior tour events, our meetings, our foundation programming through April 15th right now. And we're going to reevaluate next week when we have a board meeting. But PGA Junior League, which is uh, the national initiative in our section, that just came out yesterday saying May 10th. So everything right now, we're relating to golf as it should be. Um, it's postponed for the health and safety of everyone. And again, we're going to get through this. And, and I'm very positive in the situation to think that yeah, there is going to be a new norm once we're out of this, as we see China going through that right now. But I think the golf industry, the PGA professional, uh, everyone's going to be better on the other side of it. It's going to be different. Um, you know, the, the, the expectations as a golfer, the expectations of the industry is going to be different. But I, I really think it's going to be better. You know, the interesting thing, Steve, What in, in that regard, um, we may all, and, you know, uh, not to say that we don't appreciate the game, but I think people may appreciate the game even more when we're back and able to play. Yeah, it's, it's the old saying, right? You don't know what you have till it's gone. It's amazing. The, the, you know, 20,000 plus golfers in our region, um, they get to enjoy going out to the golf course on weekends and weekdays and our members of the private facilities have their own place to go and get away from the real world. Uh, that's just been halted. Um, so it's a, it's an interesting time. You know, the, the one thing I can say is, you know, we always talk about supporting local and it's fun to see uh, people out supporting their local restaurants who are still doing takeout. Uh, I would just say the same for your local PGA professional. You have to understand that, that these men and women, um, just put a lot of money towards uh, operating their golf shop and supplying it. So whether it be now or when we get out of the situation, consider shopping local for golf too. You know, I know there's the national dick sporting goods and the such that, that have all this equipment and supplies, but um, these PGA professionals got credit just to fill their shop for customer service. And then now dealing with uh, the unfortunate situation that they're not going to be able to sell their supplies um, to break even for the, for the summer. So, again, always support local and then even more than now, support your local PGA professional when we get back into the normalcy of, of the golf industry. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's, that is a great message, yes. Some may you not know, realize that the, the pro is the one uh, taking the risk on those local golf shirts from Donald Ross that he puts in the shop or um, those Callaway wedges that he puts in there. So, yes, that, that is an important message, and thank you for mentioning that because uh, that is how these people provide for their families, too. We're all thinking about our families, and, um, you know, PGA professionals, uh, they have families to support, too, here, and they're going to take a hit, no doubt, as is everybody in the golf industry. Final thing, Steve, uh, PGA Championship um, and Ryder Cup. People are wondering about those events. Yeah, PJ Championship uh, came out, I think, uh, a few days ago. They did postpone that. Um, we are looking at, or they are looking at, uh, dates in the future similar to what the Masters is doing. Ryder Cup still has not come out with an official announcement. I know there were some rumors on it, uh, but I can assure you I just recently had a conference call with the PGA of America last week, and they did disclose that there is no discussion whatsoever on the Ryder Cup as of yet. So those rumors are false. So hopefully by that time we can get back to normal and have just a great party at the Ryder Cup this year. Yes, that that sounds like a fantastic uh, idea. Well, Steve, we appreciate the time. You know, I know everybody wants answers, but it's hard to have answers for people right at the moment. So um, we'll all stay patient. Uh, give our best to to all your 
the PGA pros who are members of the Western New York PGA section. Uh, we're certainly thinking about them at TD Green, uh, the men and women that, that make up the Western New York PGA section and all the great work that's done through the various charitable efforts. And I look forward to getting back to normal. All my best to you and your family. You guys stay safe. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate the same to you and the, the whole crew at Cedar Green. We, you know, we the PGA really appreciate all your support. Uh, once this is over, we, we need to tee it up. So I can't wait for that time. All right, that is Steve Bartkowski, the executive director of the Western New York PGA, joining us uh, right there. And when we come back here on Tee to Green, we're going to get a tip of the week. It's like, what tip of the week? We can't play. But there are things that you can do at home. Jeff Medes will have that for us when we return right here on Tee to Green. You're listening to Tee to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Tantara Golf Club, Briarwood Country Club, and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Last segment here on Tea to Green. Thanks for being with us here on WGR. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis. We hope some golf talk this morning is uh, giving you something to distract you from all that's been going on. We appreciate Stephen Barkowski from the West New York PGA joining us in the last segment. Time now, though, to look at our Champions Tour report. It's brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing. All of our clothing, of course, that we wear every week on the show, brought to you by Donald Ross. We love wearing the good stuff here. And we really want to, again, shout out to all of our partners and presenting sponsors here on Tee to Green. Uh, we know it's a tough time for everybody, and uh, we know that when the golf season gets back going full swing and the professional calendar gets back going full swing, uh, we're looking forward to giving you uh, the best golf coverage that we possibly can here in Western New York, including Kevin, uh, a partner and a company like Scroy Financial. We know people are uh, probably stressed out about a lot of things, but Scroy Financial is another one of our partners that uh, we know we're proud to be associated with. Yeah, we want to, we want to thank our friends at uh, Scroy Financial for their support. Yeah, these are certainly interesting times when it comes to your finances and your financial planning. You don't have to go alone. Uh, this, this has been a family-owned business, and they've been very successful. Uh, helping their clients out here in Western New York. Uh, you can set up a uh, consultation. Obviously, it may not be face-to-face -face, uh, right now. They're abiding by the same safety precautions everybody else is. But let me give you their phone number. It's 674-6700. Uh, you can also look up online, scroyfinancial.com. It's spelled S-G-R-O-I financial.com, 674-6700. Got questions about your money and you need some guidance and help, uh, the team of Scroy Financial is there to help you. And also want to thank our, our friends, the Jumpa Agency with Allstate for their support too. Uh, and if you have insurance questions at the time, give uh, Frank Jumpa a call in the Jumpa Agency with offices in Clarence and in Williamsville. And uh, speaking of Allstate, they're part of, Kevin, our majors contest this year, along with Batavia Downs, who's been with us from the beginning on our majors contest. We know there's no majors. We know right now. So uh, we are going to be creative, and we're going to have contests along the way. Uh, and uh, we appreciate Batavia Downs and Allstate being a part of our majors contest again this year. So look for that. Obviously, as uh, the golf calendar comes back and going professionally, uh, we will have contests. We will have great prizes. And uh, you can also look for all this information as well as uh, our Tee to Green Club, which, of course, you can sign up for. Check out our website. Jeff's got some videos up there. Kevin's got some blogs. I've got some columns as well. 
Uh, T, the number two, t2green.golf is our website. You can sign up there uh, to be a part of our T to Green Club. All right, let's finish here on our show this week with our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Jeff, got a question for you here. We've been seeing a lot of professional golfers post things on social media, trying to talk to fans, trying to give them something to be entertained by right now since we can't watch them play. We've seen Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, and Brooks Kepka do a lot. Of, they're kind of like challenging each other. Fowler shot a 94 playing left-handed, which is incredible because he's already now <laughs> shooting a 94. He's already beaten more than half of everybody listening already, and he's doing it left-handed. Try to, Listeners, think about if you played with your opposite hand, what you'd shoot. So Fowler went and shot 94. Kepka is showing videos uh, shooting left-handed where he's hitting an 8-iron 190-some yards, which is amazing. But it leads me to our tip of the week here. Sometimes on tour, Jeff, we see these guys where they have to hit left-handed or they've got to hit it backwards or they've got to do something where they're facing the other way. I remember a highlight of Matt Kuchar on the Island Green at Sawgrass on 17 where he had to actually face the opposite direction and hit it backwards. Um, when is the time to practice trick shots? Should you bother practicing trick shots and even just unique situations? Is that something that should be a part of people's practice routines? See, I, I think that's a, a cool question right now because right now is a good time. You're kind of stuck in your house. You can't do some things. Um, first of all, if you're a right-handed golfer, you should take some swings left-handed because all that swinging in the same direction is bad for your body and your muscles and your all that stuff. So, you know, if you're taking if you're taking warm-up swings or practice swings or, or you're swinging in your driveway right now, make sure you add a whole bunch of opposite side swings too. You're going to release some muscles. You're going to you're going to allow yourself to make a bigger turn. You're going to do a lot of things that benefit your golf swing. But what I think is cool right now is take a tennis ball out in the yard or with a kid with a seven iron and hit chips and hit little bunts and hit um, hit all different kinds of shots. Try to hit left-handed shots um, if you're a right-handed golfer. What that does is it, it teaches you how to use the club face throughout the golf swing. And something that spins a lot like a tennis ball, it'll teach you how to control the flight and control the hook and the curve. And all those things help you when you're a player because it's helping you become much more creative. One of the cool things you can do inside is, you know, people chip inside, use a ping pong ball because a ping pong ball spins so much. Try to get a ping pong ball to check up on a coffee table or in the corner of the couch or on a certain step. All those things are going to teach you a little bit of touch. You're you're creating good pathways. You're you're creating habit. You're you're being creative. You're doing a lot of things that really good players do. You look at, um, he shoots, uh, what did he shoot? Uh, Rory shot, was it Rory or Ricky? I'm sorry, shot 94. Ricky, Ricky shot 94 left-handed. Ricky, so he's an athlete, and he found a way to make it happen the opposite way. So he just, you know, instead of being very technical and I have to hold my club this way and my left hand, my thumb, he's just going out there and swinging and trying to hit the ball towards the target. And you can do that outside right now. If you've got a yard or a lot, you know, create some targets, put a net up, chip into a garbage can, do things like that. Those things, you know, those things are great for your golf game. And it's a it's constructive, positive use of time. Anytime you're being creative or challenging yourself, you're helping your golf game. So I would think those would be great things you could do in your yard right now. One uh, One more note here to pass along. The... Um, folks at Niagara Falls Country Club just want to pass along that they have canceled this year's 
Women's Porter Cup, which is usually held for the first week in June. So I want to help them get that information out. Uh, the Men's Porter Cup, which is at the end of July, at this moment, they said there's no news to report on that. Obviously, we know things are being rescheduled and postponed and canceled and all that sort of stuff uh, on a daily basis of change. But uh, our friends at Niagara Falls Country Club, uh, the Women's Porter Cup, unfortunately, will be canceled for this year uh, with that event uh, in the first week of June. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, for sticking in with us this week. Kev here, we'll, uh, we'll let you have the final thought here as we, we send people off to their weekends. Well, you know, I, this is, listen, this is a, a great time to take stock of what's in your golf locker, if you will, at home uh, and review your equipment and, you know, maybe think back about your rounds, go over your scorecards and just kind of go through your bag and say, okay, what needs an upgrade here uh, in your golf bag? Or, you know, as Jeff said, you know, the little chipping uh, indoors in your backyard there are things you can work on. So you're ready to go when we get back uh, to some sort of normalcy in our country and able to play golf. Yeah. And Jeff, um, I'm volunteering you right now. So you, I, we didn't plan this ahead of time, but listen, a lot of us may be stuck in your backyard. If you want Jeff to look at your swing, here's what you got to do. Video yourself swinging in your backyard, but you got to put the, you got to put the handle T2G Buffalo. Okay. You should be following us already on Twitter, by the way, if you're not T2G Buffalo, but you want to put a swing of yourself in your backyard, uh, put T2G Buffalo. Jeff will make sure that he looks at it and uh, he'll give you his two cents on uh, something that he likes and maybe something to work on there. So Jeff, I just signed you up for work. How about that? Real quick. If they're going to do that, make sure they're straight down the target line about even with the hands or face on. Okay. So that helps the camera angle. All right. Very good. All right. So everybody's got their assignment. Send Jeff a video again at T2G Buffalo. You should be following us already. If you haven't done so, uh, do there. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Metus, P-G-A, M-I-E-T-U-S, at Kev Sylvester, at Brian WGR. And uh, we hope that, uh, again, you enjoyed our golf talk this week. Every Saturday, T to Green. want to give a big thanks again to our producer, Derek Kramer, Alan Davis, and everybody at Intercom. Uh, we'll be back with you next week. T to Green, presented by the West New York PGA, Woods to Wedges, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, Jim Beam, and our home clubs, Tantara, Briarwood, and Lancaster. For Kevin and Jeff, I'm Brian. We'll talk to you next week right here on T to Green. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.